Hey now, everybody. I'm Sean Rogers, and welcome to Exceptional Living Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Hey now, everybody. It's Sean Rogers with Exceptional Living. Thanks for tuning in for part two of Remember Rispa. We are talking about a mother's love. And in part one, we learned that Rizba's sons had gotten killed because of disobedience from King Saul in killing of the Gibeonites. And the Lord had told them to protect them. And Saul did the opposite. And now we find we're fast forwarding in the story. We find that David ask the Gibeonites how could he make it right because the Israelites had done wrong with the Gibeonites and the Gibeonites tells David give us seven of your men to kill because that will make this even Stephen and so here it is David provides the seven men from the house of Saul so that the Gibeonites could make things even and what happens? This dear mother Rizba, who happened to be Saul's concubine, had two sons for Saul. And her two sons are now being given over to the Gibeonites and killed on a hill. Let's tune in now to see what's going to happen for the rest of this story. So we left off. Uh, with 2 Samuel chapter 21, verses 8. We started out with that, and it reads, But the king took the two sons of Rizbah, the daughter of Ai, whom she bare unto Saul, Armani and Mephibosheth, and the five sons of Mishal, the daughter of Saul, whom she brought up for Adriel, the son of Barzai. Verse 9, and he delivered them into the hands of the Gibeonites, and they hanged them in the hill before the Lord. And they fell, all seven together. So when they're saying they fell, that means they died. They fell, all seven together, and were put to death in the days of the harvest, in the first days, in the beginning of the barley harvest. Verse 10, and Rizba, the daughter of Ai, took sackcloth. And she spread it for her upon the rock from the beginning of harvest until water dropped upon them out of heaven and suffered neither the birds of the air to rest on them by day, nor the beast of the field by night. So here it is. Rizba's sons have been killed on the hill and their bodies left for dead out on the hill for the beasts and the birds to eat them. And Rizba, she has now laid out sackcloth on that rock to save her son's bodies from being eaten by wild beasts and birds. And so verse 11, and it was told David that Rizba, the daughter of Ai, the concubine of Saul, had done. And David went and he took the bones of Saul and the bones of Jonathan, his son, from the men of Jabesh Gilead, which had stolen them from the street of Bethshon, where the Philistines had hanged them 
And when the Philistines had slain Saul in Gibbo, and he brought up from there the bones of Saul and the bones of Jonathan, his son, and they gathered the bones of them that were hanged. And the bones of Saul and Jonathan, his son, buried them in the country of Benjamin in Zela, in the sepulcher of Kish, his father. And they performed all that the king commanded. And after that, God was entreated for the land because God had allowed a famine to go into the land because of their disobedience. But when David made things right, it says now God entreated them. So we're talking about remembering Rizba, this woman, this mother who had unconditional love for her children. And so here it is. The Lord told David the reason for the famine. And he had told David that it was on account of Saul and the blood stained on the house of killing the 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 Gibeonites and so here it is we're back in our story from part one Rispa is on the hill her sons have been killed and she proceeds to spread sackcloth on the rock which symbolizes a rough place which symbolizes that she is in a rough place a hard place and that might be where you are today you may be experiencing some situations in your life that are in a hard place Rizba was in a rough place she found herself in this rough place this hard place because of the actions of her baby's daddies because of their father and now the whole family is affected because of the disobedience of the father. And so you see, as parents, we have to stop and think about our actions before we decide to do things because sometimes our actions will affect our entire family. And so here it is with Rispa, the uh, effects of Saul's decisions are now affecting the entire family and it's devastatingly affecting the entire family and so times had gotten really tough for Rispa you know they were tougher than she had ever imagined she needed God to move on her behalf because here it is now her sons are dead but Rizba was like, I'll be doggone if a bird's going to eat my son's flesh. If some wild animals are going to finish them off like that and tear them away on the hill. And so Rizba went up to the hill and poured out sackcloth so that she could sit there and watch over the bodies because she desired that her children have a proper burial we're going to see that in just a moment and so times had gotten really tough for Rizba can you imagine her husband her well not her husband because she was the chick on the side we learned that in part one but her baby's daddy Saul had gotten killed and so now her sons were killed and so we can relate to this hard place. Some of us, we can really relate to this hard place that Rizba is in. 
you know, a hard place at some time in our lives. It may not seem uh, that we're in such a hard place until we have to really face some things that have died in our life. Just like in Rispa's life, now her sons have died. And sometimes we don't really face the hard things of life until things begin to die. And so you have to stand there and watch things die and pray that God comes to help you. And so it was with Rizba. What was going on? How could this be? But because of the love she had for that which was dead, which was her sons, it made her strong to walk up that hill and pour out that sackcloth and, and lay it out to watch over them. It was a hard thing, but Rizba found the strength to go through it. And that is exactly what Rizba did. Oh no. Rizba said, I will not allow them to just leave my boys out here like that. Back in those days, it was a disgrace not to receive a decent burial. And because of that, Rizba was on that hill watching over the bodies of her son. Rizba couldn't bury her grief until her sons was buried. And just like Rizba, you won't be able to bury the grief of what you're going through until you can bury it the proper way. We cannot just ignore sometimes when things die in our life. We have to finish it off. We have to bury it for us to have closure. And so it was with Rizba. Some of us need to bury unforgiveness. Some of us need to bury anger and discontentment in our lives. Some of us need to bury relationships that we know are not what God has for our life. And so we can't get over the grieving until we bury that which is dead. We have got to bury that which is dead in our life. Just like Rispa, she was determined not to live the rest of her life without closure for her sons. And so it is with you. You should be determined to allow God to heal that thing in your life so that you can move on from this death that may be haunting you in your life that death might be anything it may not be a physical death of a person but it can be the things that I just mentioned it could be unforgiveness haunting you it could be anger discontentment so many other things in our life that can be affecting us from moving on and so you see, unlike Rispa, we have the authority to bury it ourselves through prayer. Go to God in prayer and allow God to mend and to remove. We don't have to wait for the king to get permission to bury it like Rizba. She had to wait for King David to hear of her issue and to get permission. But with our God, you know, the Lord... The Lord is waiting to hear from us. 
the Bible says to take our burdens to the Lord and leave them there. So I encourage you today, whatever burden that you're dealing with, take it to the Lord in prayer. And guess what? And leave it there because I promise you, he will take care of everything that you need. Uh, well, that's all for this episode. Rizba, the enduring love of a mother. My goodness. We've done with part two. I can't wait to see how we're going to finish this story and what happens in part three. So thanks for listening. Go ahead, subscribe, leave a five-star rating, and I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Well, our time is up. Thank you for tuning in to Exceptional Living. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a five-star rating, and tell your friends. And don't forget to live exceptionally.